My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast with the weekly horoscope from July 11th, 2022. So this is a week with a lot happening, and I've talked about the overview for the month and the monthly horoscope. You can go back to that in last week's episode if you want to know more of the big picture. This week we'll be talking more about the details and the specific things going on, how they affect you personally. And as always, you can get your free birth chart at quietmindastrology.com. You can also schedule a reading there and sign up for the waitlist for the 101 course. So next week, enrollment will be opening for Vedic Astrology 101. If you want to learn the essentials, foundations, that's the place to go. And the enrollment will be opening next week. So you can get on the wait list right now. Be the first to know when it opens. Quietmindastrology.com slash 101 is where you get that. That's all at the website, quietmindastrology.com. So starting this week, I want to look back at where we are coming into this week with Mars and Ashwini. I talked about recently, a couple weeks ago. Mars, the planet of energy, action, ambition, and drive in its own place in Aries in the nakshatra of Ashwini. Now, of course, in Vedic astrology, we talk about these 27 divisions of the sky, the nakshatras. This is how we can get very specific and accurate in our predictions. And I've personally been feeling this one a lot because Mars is very influential in my chart. So this is an important factor that Every planet is not as influential for everyone else. So if Mars is very influential for you, you'll know you've been feeling it the last couple weeks of all this energy rushing through. It's like you've had a kink in the hose and then you unkink the hose and all the water is flowing freely. There's energy moving. There's things changing. There's decisions being made. There's actions being taken. A lot of change happening. This has definitely been the case in my life, moving over to California and getting this place set up and all these amazing things in my area, like joining a gym and getting my studio set up for recording and doing all my work now in this new place. So a lot of activity, a lot of changes happening with this Mars energy. And if you have something you've been wanting to create, some sort of thing that requires ambition and drive and direction and action, there's still time to utilize this energy. It's a 19-day cycle that started on June 26th. So that continues through this week until Friday when Mars moves into Barani Nakshatra for 20 days. And I'll talk about that in a moment. But that is kind of leading into this energy of this week. Another big factor happening right now is Venus being in Mrigashira. That happened last Friday. That's an 11-day cycle that we're in right now throughout this week. And Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and our expression of creating beauty and harmony in our lives, in the nakshatra of Mrigashira, which is a sort of indecisive, open-minded, creative, like going a lot of different directions kind of energy. So with all that Mars energy, you might feel very powerful, directed, focused, driven. But with the Venus and Mrigashira energy about your desire and what you actually want to do with it might be a little scattered and overwhelming at times of unsure of like how to really harness and focus all of this energy. Fortunately, Sun is in Punarvasu Nakshatra for 14 days. That's happening throughout this as well right now. And that brings a sort of bringing back to what lights you up, coming back to what energizes you, what brings you focus and creativity. And you're essentially figuring that out on a deeper level through this process. 
So there's a lot of energy coming through and it might feel a little bit unsure of where to direct it. But it's ultimately, if it is challenging, it's coming through for your clarification for you to become more of a clear channel for energy to flow through you, for you to find what really does light you up. And that's really the question to tune into right now, if this is resonating so far, tuning into what really does light you up, what are you doing just out of obligation, or are you feeling like you should or you have to, and is it possible to let that go or to just put it down for now and tune into what actually does light you up and what feels like it's going to bring you energy, it's going to bring you more drive, more openness, more expansion, more growth, more positivity. And it's going to feel like essentially when you do it, you feel more energized, you feel better afterwards than you did before. One of those things like that for me has always been yoga practice. That's why I teach yoga. That's why I practice yoga. And I've always said when people are asking about, should I start doing yoga? Where do I begin? I always say, just do anything. Just find a YouTube video. It doesn't matter. You can join my membership. I have a yoga membership. You can go to any class, any studio, because pretty much always, no matter where you go, unless they're really, really doing something wrong, uh, you're going to feel great. It's one of those things where you always feel great afterwards. And it's, it's a good time to also tune into, like, what are the things that maybe it seems like hard work up front, but it's worth the effort. Like... One of those things for me is like doing therapy or therapeutic practices, like uh, going to men's groups and things like that, which are challenging. It's it's upheaval of things. It's going into the shadows. It's going into the depths of things and digging stuff up. It's sometimes uncomfortable and vulnerable, but afterwards very rewarding and very clarifying and energizing. So this Punar Vasu energy is about going into uh, finding where is that light within you. It's the return of the light is the actual translation of that. It's about coming back to the light within you. And sometimes you got to go into the shadows and the depths and the darkness to do that. And with Mercury and Ardra last week, that's been one of the uh, factors there. And the new moon in Ardra on the 28th, that's been another factor in that as well. Also, Mercury's been in Mergashira, so that same sort of a lot of energy and a lot of directions kind of energy might have been coming up for you. A lot of window shopping might have been coming up for you. That's been for me for sure with all the decisions of what things to put where in the new home. So that's kind of the backdrop coming into this week. And if that's resonating with you, then uh, you might be feeling some of this stuff as well. And if it's not resonating, then there might be some other factors at play, some things canceling it out or uh, there's you know there's all the other planets and nakshatras and signs and things to consider. Uh, so you always want to consider your own birth chart, and the more you understand yourself, the more you can really work with these energies rather than kind of just going by uh, the whims of the universe. So coming into this week on Monday, July 11th, Mercury moves into Punarvasu for six days. So in our business, in our work, moving into finding what lights us up there in our communication, what lights us up. So I'm actually recording this uh, as Mercury has just moved into Punar Vasu. And I can share that today has been quite challenging for me. And it's been a lot of that, I've been feeling a lot of that Mergashira energy and a lot of energy in a lot of directions. So many things with a new home and moving to a new state and all that. And then my 101 course coming up and my mentorship coming up next month. So I'm pretty busy. And, you know, wherever you're at or whatever you got going on in your life, you might have been feeling that as well. 
But now that starts to become a lot more clear and a lot more focused. So this is essentially like compassion and understanding and grace for yourself. If you've been struggling, if you've been scattered and overwhelmed, that's normal. That's part of this transit and these, these energies we've been going through. And it's going to start to clarify moving forward. And then tomorrow is a very big day, as I've talked about. Tuesday, July 12th, Saturn moves retrograde into Capricorn. So Saturn has been moving forward earlier this year, moved into Aquarius. It moved into, moves back into Capricorn tomorrow, but that's where it moved into Capricorn at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. And that has been a whole two and a half year plus cycle as Saturn always goes through with their sign of obviously major changes to the structures of society in the world. Saturn represents structures, order, limitations, rigidity, and Capricorn represents those things as well, in particular government, societies, uh, big structures in, on a global world scale and big influential scale to society when we're talking about mundane astrology. And that has shifted a lot of that, a lot of that in the world. Of course, I've talked about in depth many, many times throughout past episodes, but essentially Saturn is going back there one last time until it comes back again in about 30 years. So closing up some open loops, some loose ends, it's a 103 day cycle, going back to finishing unfinished business, unfinished work going back to the structures and things you put in place in your life that have worked and returning to those and letting go of the things that were not working. And any lessons you've learned through your experience of the pandemic in the past two and a half years plus of what has changed in your structure of your life, your foundation of your life, your relationships, your health, wealth, relationship, and purpose. So I always talk about those four main areas of life. The foundation of all those things is time to reevaluate, reassess, firm it up, and set the foundation for the next 30 years and beyond of Saturn's future transits. And we get back to Saturn and Aquarius again in 103 days when we start to move back to focusing on all the Saturn and Aquarius stuff I talked about in recent episodes. You can go back to the archives for that and get a more personalized approach of like what house that's affecting for you. That's in the Saturn and Aquarius episode. You definitely want to listen to that and the Rahu and the Jupiter episodes as well. So also on Tuesday, July 12th, Venus moves into Gemini. We talked about that in the monthly horoscope. You can listen to that in the archives. On the 13th, the full moon in Purvashada, and I will talk about that in a extra episode this week. So I actually did a full uh, horoscope and interpretation of that for the Quiet Mind Yoga membership. And that is part of the Jyotish July series I'm doing over there for my yoga students. And you can also check that out at quietmind.yoga. It's my other side of things. Uh, but I will be sharing that episode here on this podcast. So stay tuned. In a couple of days, that'll be posted here. Uh, on Friday, July 15th, Mars moves into Barani Nakshatra. So Barani is about what we are birthing with our actions. What is it time to let go of? So we can make room for the next thing. Just today, I had this experience. You've probably had this experience as well. You try to download a new app on your phone, and it says you can't download it because you don't have space. So you got to delete something. You got to let something go if you're going to let something else in. And Barani is a teacher of that lesson of life 
birth and death. So if you're ready to let something new into your life, if you've been moving in a new direction uh, with all this forward momentum, as I've been talking about in recent episodes, then you probably are hitting up against some limits. And it's time to pare things down a little bit, to let some things go, to let go of some old habits, thoughts, behaviors, possibly relationships, friends, careers. I mean, this could be very big life changes uh, depending on transits you're going through. And you know, I'm not speaking about dashas. Dashas are very personalized, lifelong transits of several year periods when you go into different periods of your life. So that is a big, big factor that I just can't talk to on a horoscope episode because you got to know your own dashas. Uh, if you don't, you can schedule a reading. That's where we go into all that kind of stuff. But essentially, uh, this Mars and Barney time, this 20 days from July 15th, it's an opportunity to birth something new in your life, to move in a new direction, to take a lot of action towards a new creation in your life. This could be a literal birth of a child. This can be a birth of a career. It could be a birth of a uh, an idea of creative projects, of a book, of uh, you maybe have pets, they're giving birth, or you, you get a kitten or a puppy in your life. So uh, new energy, new movement in a new direction in a way, and there might need to be some letting go of an old thing, a dying off of something, a, a spiritual death, an ego death of an identity, some sort of letting go with this Mars and Barney time over this 20 days. And just like with your phone, you got to create some space and you can let new things in. That's, you know, a metaphor for life <laughs> from an iPhone. Uh, it's time to maybe let something go that you know, and it's intuitive. Like, you know, like you don't uh, need an astrologer to tell you necessarily. I'm hopefully just validating and reflecting your actual life experience that you already have this sense of like, okay, maybe it's time to let that habit go or that thought or that way of being that I know is no longer serving. And then that creates space for what you do want in your life. And just like weeding a garden, you've got to trim some things. Otherwise, you start to allocate resources to things that are not actually good and beneficial in the long run. So you got to focus on the things that are serving and working and in alignment. So that is our quick look at the transits for this week. As always, you can schedule a reading at quietmindastrology.com. You can get your free birth chart to go into more depth about how this affects you personally. And you can and you can sign up for the waitlist right now for Vedic Astrology 101. That is the live online workshop where I help you learn how to improve and optimize your health, wealth, relationships, and purpose based on the four aims of life of Vedic teachings over 3,000 years old and based on my 16 plus years of experience of practicing, living, and teaching this stuff. So that's quietmindastrology.com slash 101. And this is all leading up to the Vedic Astrology Mentorship, which I've been hinting at over the past several weeks here on the podcast. It only opens once a year. It's my most in-depth comprehensive program. But I opened that last year and I heard from some people that they just wanted to start somewhere a little bit smaller with like a essentials course or a 101 course. So I'm offering that first before the mentorship opens next month. There's an opportunity to check out the 101 course and get a feel for the essentials and feel really confident in that and then move on if you desire to the mentorship or if you know you already want to do the mentorship that'll be coming next month. 
But the 101 course is a great foundation and starting point. The planets, signs, houses, nakshatras, aspects, the essential things. And those of you who have already joined it in the past, I am not going to charge you again to do it again. If you want to join live, you are welcome to join at no additional cost. So that's something I do. If people in my programs, uh, you'll get access again to the next one that we're coming up uh, in later this month in July. So if you've already purchased it, you get access to this one as well. And if you purchase this one, you'll get access to future ones as well. So I want to make sure you get the information, the experience, the understanding of astrology so you can apply it to your life because it's the most powerful tool that I know of to better understand ourselves and our place in the universe. So hope you got a little perspective and insight this week that you can apply to your life. As always, thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and share it with a friend. And I look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.